you're now listening to Raging Rob's Wrestling Radio. What is up, everyone? It is January 29th, 2023, and episode is called Season 1, Episode 3, The Road to WrestleMania. This week in wrestling, the first trailer for WWE 2K23 has been revealed. The old school Fist Smackdown entrance is back, and also War Games is added to the game. WWE 2K23 is out March 15th. I don't know about you, but I'm very excited about this one. I'm always excited. And this one is going to be up there as one of the best, I can guarantee it. John Cena's showcase mode will feature 14 matches where you don't play as John Cena, but the people who defeated him in his major matches. Allegedly, this is the idea, but nothing has been set in stone, really. I would love to play as Daniel Bryan, Brock Lesnar, Undertaker, and many others that made great matches with him. So, apparently there's 14 matches, we'll see what they are. Raw's 30th anniversary kicks off with Hulk Hogan in the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Which, I, I'm a fan of Jimmy Hart, not so much of Hulk Hogan. He's a bitch to me. Like, I don't care what any hardcore 80s Golden Era fan says, he's a bitch. Anyway, the trial of Sammy begins with Paul Heyman stating that Sami Zayn is, a, is guilty as charged. He provides evidence that he is a problem for the bloodline and must be dealt with immediately. Sammy is hurt because of all the allegations and despite having no evidence for himself for his defense, he gets sad because after all he's done for the bloodline, they are still against him as a whole. Solo Sokoa goes for a smelling spike when he is stopped by Jay Uso. Roman Reigns said that Sammy is not guilty for now, but he must show his worth at the Royal Rumble. Man, I am loving this story of the bloodline and Sami Zayn, they are falling in the cracks, man. It's slowly coming apart. The Roman Empire is slowly disintegrating, and we are seeing it live. And that's so cool. Afterwards, Jimmy Uso gets injured, and Sami Zayn steps up to the plate, the team with Jay Uso against the Judgment Day for the Royal Tag Team titles. The Freebird rule is such a cool thing, really. Sami Zayn and Jay Uso end up defending the Tag Team titles and defeating Judgment Day. For those who don't know, the freebird rule is any member in a tag team can defend the belts. The New Day made very much work of that one. LA Knight calls out the legends of WWE and tells them that he can beat any of them as one to step up to the ring and fight them. The American Badass Undertaker takes up the offer. Oh shit, LA Knight becomes so scared and says he will give the Undertaker a pass, but tells him to watch what he does to Bray Wyatt at the Royal Rumble. Both Bray and Undertaker corner LA Knight. Bray Wyatt takes LA Knight out for Sister Abigail. And before Taker leaves, he whispers something to Bray Wyatt. Now, it is confirmed what he whispered to Bray Wyatt, we would never know. Bray said he's taking that to the grave. He, would, it was, he said it was cool. It was very great to hear from the Undertaker. But he said he would never, ever tell anyone what he said. Bailey, Bailey versus Becky Lynch in a steel cage match has been canceled. Due to damage control, take out Bacon Lynch before the bell ring, which is fucking stupid. It's a no DQ match, so I don't see why they could just toss in the ring and keep fighting, but whatever. DX and Kurt Angle come out, and Kurt shows off his DX shirt. DX puts him to the test, jokingly. Imperial members come out and interrupt DX and Kurt to tell them to get out the ring unless they are willing to fight them. WWE legends say they are too old and retired, which is you know, true. They're, they're up there like in their 50s, man. <laughs> 
Seth freaking Rollins and the Street Profits make their save, and Tay Long announces that there will be a three-on-three tag team match. Kurt reveals that he has a rough shirt, and he will be the special referee in the match against Seth and the Street Profits versus the Imperium. Imperium and yeah, excuse me, Imperium end up losing, and Kurt Angle celebrates with Seth Rollins and the Street Profits. And now, real quick before I forget, this has been a pleasure being your radio host, Raging Rob. Thank you so much. We got more to show, but for right now, we'll take a quick commercial break. Mark Baker is the creator of the military comics Private Murphy and Charlie Mike Comics. He is well known as one of the best illustrators of the daily life of the American soldier. His comics are within the realm of satire and comedy, but can also be heartfelt, gritty, gruesome, and downright straight to the point. Mark Baker, owner and illustrator of both Private Murphy and Charlie Mike Comics. Give them a look on Facebook. Also, military-related, we have GILO Comics. GILO is known on a social media platform Facebook and also makes cartoons about military life. GILO tells the story of Joe Sergeant Lowe and his antics of working with Army recruits in both basic training and AIT. His most recent comics are about his time doing 24-hour shifts in South Korea dealing with command sergeant majors, passing tape, passing drug tests, and dealing with the bullshit of his higher-ups and making sure that the young Joes don't die in the barracks. At least on his shelf. Giallo. Ah, you cuss so damn much. And we are back, everyone. In a backstage segment, WWE legends are playing poker with some current wrestlers. The wrestler IRS Man, who is a follower of both Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas, takes Baron Corbin's money and leaves $100. Next IRS for you. Bianca defeats Sonya Deville. After the match, Alexa Bliss is seen on a Titantron and issues a warning. To Bianca have their match at the Royal Rumble. Ooh. The Miz then comes out and says he is mad that he does not have a title match, let alone a segment for Miz TV. He said he demands respect. Kevin Owens, however, comes out and takes the Miz out with a stunner. KO then grabs the mic and says that he has had enough of Roman Reigns, that he has kept the world title, the universal title, excuse me, hostage for two years, and he would do anything. And he means anything to take it from him at the Royal Rumble. Austin Theory beats Bobby Lashley to retain the United States title. After the match, Brock Lesnar comes out <clears throat> Brock Lesnar comes out and gives Austin an F5 announces his entry into the Royal Rumble. Via PWI Insider, the segments of the steel cage match of Becky Lynch versus Bayley was scrapped because the trial of Sammy went on longer than it should have been. Damn. That would have been a good-ass match, a steel cage match at Raw's 30th. Via Facebook page, Pro Wrestling Scoops, the poster wrestler for upcoming WWE Elimination Chamber features Sami Zayn. Rumor match for Stone Cold for upcoming WrestleMania is to have him face off against Roman Reigns for night two. I personally am not in favor of this idea because what is there to gain? Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold at night one last year was the best. Nothing can, nothing can top that. I don't care what money says, that match was glorious. And I'm just speaking facts, man. That, I mean, what else can you do? That, that, that's a great match. Why would have Roman Reigns fight a legend that has no correlation with each other? That's just stupid. Wrestling Observer confirms that Warner Discovery has changed their mind to ban Mark Briscoe and he will be able to be on 
AEW segments starting now. Good. Because, you know, things can be forgiven. I'm not going to get into the details what he said, what his brother said, rest in peace. But the fans love him. And knowing Warner Brother Discovery, they go where the money's at. And personally, it was needed because Jay Briscoe left a mark on wrestling. Not just indie, not just pro, but wrestling as a whole. And to have his brother keep his name clean and show up at AEW on his birthday too and fight a rival as Jay Lethal, that's beautiful, man. That's very beautiful. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Love ya. Melissa Marquez is the creator of the brand Snuggle Yarn Pals. Her Instagram handle is at snuggle.yarnpals. Again, at S-N-U-G-G-L-E dot Y-A-R-N-P-A-L-S. She's a wonderful crochet artist based in the Bay State of Maryland who loves to knit anything you could imagine. She's mostly at conventions showing off her artwork, which consists of many characters, such as Disney characters, celebrities, personal requests, and anything you can imagine. I myself have been a valid customer for several years. I have a stuffed mongoose, three bears are very detailed with hats, flowers, and shirts, and two Miles Morales Spider-Man pals. Again, Melissa Marquez, and you can find her on Instagram at snuggle.yarnpals. Again, at S-N-U-G-G-L-E dot Y-A-R-N-P-A-L-S. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, Reg and Rod Wrestling Radio is one funny some bitch. <laughs> Woo! And welcome back, folks. I love y'all. No, I don't. Anyway, <laughs> on the kickoff of NXT, for on the kickoff of NXT, footage is shown of Braun and Grayson getting at it at the new performance center. Tiffany Stratton defeats Indy Hartwell. JD McDonough defeats Andre Chase. Fallen Henley and Kiana James defeat the team of Ivy Nio and Tatum Paxley. Apollo Crews goes to a barber shop, which is funny. I mean, I guess for a beer, but that dude is a bald motherfucker for real, for real. Anyway, Apollo Crews goes to a barber shop and challenges Carmella Hayes to a two out of three falls match at NXT Vengeance Day. The Creed brothers beat the team of Drew Gulak and Hank Walker. Afterwards, Andy Schur come out and lays out a challenge for the NXT next week. Electra, Electra Lopez beats Winnie Chu after taking her out with a set of bare knuckles. Ooh. Echoes of William Regal, it sounds like. Grayson Waller comes out and declares himself the uncrowned NXT champion. He calls out Braun to face him, and they go at it, where Braun ends up trying to spear Grayson, but goes to the barricade instead. Caden Carter and Katana Chance beat the team of Alba Fire and Sol Ruka to retain the, to retain the win in NXT Women's Tag Team Titles. They will now defend the titles against Fallen Henley and Keanu James at the upcoming event, NXT Vengeance Day. Wesley vs. Dijak is announced for NXT Vengeance Day and a North American Championship will be on the line. Backstage in the parking lot area, Thick Mama, Nikita Lyons is attacked and is taken to a local medical facility to get looked at. Wonder who attacked her, but we'll see about that. Booker T holds a championship Championship summit between Roxanne Perez, Gigi Dolan, and Jason Jane. Gigi and JC get into an argument over who carried who in their stable with toxic attraction. All while Roxanne sits back and watches the clown show. It is revealed to be a setup, and Gigi and JC take out Roxanne with a double choke slam through the table. WFO School asks a serious question Why didn't the WWE keep Cody Rhodes' secret for a room entrance? <laughs> 
Now, my all-time favorite, well, rephrase, one of my favorite entrances was the intro, seeing the premiere, I guess you could say, of AJ Styles. But my all-time favorite was John Cena coming back for injury. That was beautiful. I guess they didn't want to copy it or keep the hype to itself, but I really was a fan of that. They could have easily done that with Cody Rhodes, especially with Seth Rollins and him being in the finals. It, it was bad marketing. I get it. He's a fan favorite. But come on, it's, let rumors be rumors. And facts be facts. That, that wasn't needed, really. Anyway, Dynamite kicks off with Chris Jericho and Simon Guevara against Ricky Starks and Action Andretti. With the help of none other than Daniel Garcia, the team of Chris Jericho and Simon Guevara got the W for their team. Later, a video tribute for Jay Briscoe is shown. Yes. Darby Allen defeats Buddy Matthews to retain the TNT Championship title. After the match, Samoa Joe is seen on the Titan Tron and calls out Darby for a match for the TNT title. The team of Jungle Boy and Hook defeat Ethan Page and Matt Hardy. The acclaim and the guns have a segment for their family therapy. The guns tell their dad, Billy Gunn, that he is a failure and it's their fault they are acting this way. Sheesh! Some daddy issues, right? And they make it clear that they are going after the acclaim to become the new AEW Tag Team Champions. Hangman Page makes a challenge against John Moxley backstage. Willow Hughes says on behalf of Moxley he accepts and he too would like a match against the likes of Hangman Page. Woo! Brown Dancing defeats Ring of Honor's six-man tag team champion Brian Cage. And after the match, Cage continues to attack Danielson. MJF comes out and hands Cage a steel chair to take out Danielson's arm. Konosuke Takashida comes out and makes a save for Danielson. Ruby Soho defeats Tony Storm thanks to the distraction from Britt Baker. Main event time, baby! Jay Lethal is already in tears as he's about to face Mark Briscoe. Mark Briscoe, Mark Briscoe comes out with both Ring of Honor tag team titles, honoring the memory of his brother Jay Briscoe. Matt Briscoe defeats Jay Lethal with a J-Driller. Afterwards, the AEW locker room comes out and everyone gives Mark Briscoe a standing ovation and celebrate the life and memory of Jay Briscoe. That was good. That's sweet. And I'm glad Warner and TNT finally listened to the crowd and said, hey, we need to do this for Jay. You know. Alright, uh, that's all I got for now. We're going to take one more commercial break. Kayla Strickland is a very talented makeup artist, but she's not just any great makeup artist, she's your favorite makeup artist. Based in the Tar Heel State of North Carolina, Kayla Strickland has become, in my own opinion, one of the best up and coming makeup artists in the United States. Always ready for a client and always professional. She's willing to travel all over the country for your needs, whether it be for a wedding, prom, graduation, and out with the girls, just because you like to look pretty. Her Instagram handle is at your favorite MUA. Again, Kayla Strickland on Instagram at Y-O-U-R-F-A-V-O-R-I-T-E-M-U-A. Every time I call, he makes fun of me for being a bandwagon. I hate this show. Fuck Rob and fuck everything else. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. It is your boy, Raging Rob. <clears throat> on Impact, Trey Miguel defeated Mike Jackson to retain the X Division title. After the match though, Crazy Steve emerges from under the ring and writes Trey's name over his body. Sounds like a crazy ex, you know? 
Also, the Death Dolls defeated Giselle Shaw and Tara to attain the knockout tag team titles. Ace Austin and Chris Bay defeated a team of the major, major players. So Hendry made a video mocking the major players by telling them back in their Edgeheads team days, they were basically Edge's bitches. Ooh. I mean, come on. They were, they, they, I mean, honestly, they were, but they were these little lackeys or whatever. Rich Swan defeated Eddie Edwards, Sammy Callahan, Chris Sabin, Moose, and Rhino in a Golden Six... Golden what? Golden Six Shooter match. He will now face the Impact World Champion Josh Alexander at the No Surrender event. After the match, the design attacked Swan, but Josh Alexander, Frankie Kazarian, and Yuyo Uyamara made a save. By the way, it's been 10 years since CM Punk's 44 reign as WWE Champion ended to the likes of Dwayne Johnson. 434 days is a great stretch. And I'm now I'm thinking, can Dwayne Johnson also beat his cousin, Roman Reigns? We'll see. Via WWF Old School, the WWE drops the tag team name for Sheamus and Drew McIntyre because it's a play to a name of a non-PG group. For those who don't know, the Banger Bros is a play on the porn coming Bang Bros. I'm pretty sure someone in Hyrule knew that shit. I guarantee fucking it. No fucking way they did not know that Banger Bros sounds like Bang Bros. Bang Bros been out for a good minute, that's all I'm saying. SmackDown kicks off with Sami Zayn sneaking into the arena. Rey Mysterio defeats Karrion Cross. Damage Control declares their entry into a Women's Royal Rumble match. The New Day, The Miz, and Austin Theory get into a fight ahead of the Royal Rumble match, and Bobby Lashley comes out and takes Theory out with a spear and declares that he will dominate the Men's Royal Rumble match and win it all. Brock Lesnar comes through the crowd and takes Lashley out with F5, once again declaring his entry into the Men's Royal Rumble. I am excited for this. Lacey Evans initiates Operation Cobra Clutch, apparently, and defeats Jasmine Allure. After the match, Lacey Evans declares her entry into, women's world's, ah, into the Women's Royal Rumble match. The Viking Raiders takes out a team of Drew McIntyre and Sheamus on their way to the ring. Because of this, Adam Pearce announces that Sheamus and Drew get out their spot in their tag team match Sorry, the tag team title tournament, and their spot goes to Braun Strowman and Ricochet. And they take the win against Hit Row to advance to the finals to hopefully face against the Usos for the SmackDown tag team titles. <clears throat> LA Knight comes out to Bray Wyatt's Firefly entrance and continues to mock Bray Wyatt. Bray states that the LA Knight will get the man he has been asking for so much at the Royal Rumble. I am loving this story. It's really rare that you see a story go on for so long that's not a main event match. And it's no tiles involved, just animosity and action. That's so fucking wonderful. Imperium defeats Legolo, Legolo del Fantasma, and the finals are set, folks. Braun and Ricochet versus Imperium. Charlotte Flair tells Adam Pearce that she would like to give Sonya Deville one more chance at a SmackDown Women's Championship title. <clears throat> Pearce allows this in her challenge. And, excuse me, Pierce allows a challenge and Charlotte versus Sonya is set officially for next week's SmackDown. Kevin Owens versus Solo Sokoa ended in a no contest. KO takes out Solo Sokoa with a steel chair and tells Sami Zayn that the same will happen to him when the bloodline uses it against him. Ooh, this match is, this match of Kevin versus Roman Reigns is going to be a great one. On Rampage, the show kicks off with Hangman Page versus Willa Yuta. Hangman Page takes out Willa Yuta with Moxley's finishing move and gets the win. Eddie Kingston gives in and says that the House of Black has brought out the real Eddie Kingston. He wants to come home. Ooh. 
This reminds me a little bit of the Wyatt family and Daniel Bryan joining them a little bit, a little bit. Jay Lethal, Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and Satnam Singh defeated the team of best friends in Denhausen. Powerhouse Hobbs defeats Tony Mudd. And we're going to take another quick commercial break. And yeah, this is the last one. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> it's the last commercial break. Promise. Love y'all. A huge shout out to Ron Marsh, the drummer from the band Sundweller, for providing the song I Know for a commercial. Sundweller's debut album, The Big Sleep, is out now on all digital platforms. At this very moment, they are working on their sophomore album, so give the album a like and a listen before a segment is complete. Rock out and listen to their song, I Know, from their debut album, The Big Sleep.
you. Fuck you. Fuck your feelings. Whatever. Whatever. I have the microphone. Don't shut me the fuck up.